maybe it'll be a short one. I don't know. It, it's making me. I don't have much to say. Feel less like I want to talk about this trip. Good, because this trip sucked. And it's your last trip to Atlantic City ever. Ever. Howdy, it's Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024, and this is episode 218 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined as always by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? The new year, a change. Yeah. Got any good resolutions? No. Go to Atlantic City every month in 2024? I did go five times in 2023, and it's going to be hard to beat. I mean, from what you're saying, it sounds like it's going to be impossible to beat, but... Yeah, it's, it's going to be impossible to beat. We can talk about that later. <laughs> We don't need to start the new year off with that kind of talk. No, we certainly don't. We need to start the new year off with a spectacular always once never. <laughs> Truly one of our best, I think. Food courts, a staple of Kyle and Craig casino trips. Mm -hmm. Especially Kyle casino trips. Yes. So the three I have listed here are the Resorts Food Court, the Borgata Food Hall, which is the new thing. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not that new anymore. It's, I mean, is it new? <laughs> And the Distrito area at Ocean. I could have also included the Hard Rock Flavor Tour, which you claim is not a food court. Not a food court. The cookie stand counts as an eatery. The eateries are part of the food court. Bullshit. Eateries that operate within the designated square downstairs qualify as food court. Anything outside of said designated square is considered an autonomous unit for mid-mall snacking. I think it feels very food courty up there. Not a food court. Not by the time you get over to White it's House. It's like a, a hallway. It is not, a hallway. Not a food court. A food court has to be like somewhat circular in shape. It can't be long and narrow. No. So Tropicana Marketplace, I think also doesn't really feel like a food court because it's, it's a hall again. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's more of a food court maybe than Hard Rock, but it is too much of a hall to be a food court. Yeah, I mean, they all of these things have like communal tables, shared tables, which I feel like yeah. is the true hallmark of a food court, but... Yeah, same thing. You could, like, well, it doesn't have that much food. It has, like, Borgata Bakery or whatever, but the entrance from the parking garage also is in that basic shape or whatever with the it Starbucks and the, and the bakery and maybe one other food place. Well, it's right next to Bread and Butter, right? Is it? No. It, no, it's not next to Bread, bread and Butter. Bread and Butter is, like, diagonally Reje Rejected. There's something else there. Stores. Yeah, there's stores, for sure. There is shopping. That makes it very much not a food court. Yeah. So, the ones we're going with, Resorts Food Court, Borgata uh -huh. Food Hall, Distrito at Ocean... What is your always, once, never? <sighs> you got to go all the time to one of these. I mean, uh, all the time, it's a no-brainer for me. Like, I'm going to the Resorts Food Court. It's not even close. There's I mean, a Dunkin' I there. I feel like I go every trip to Resorts Food Court anyway to go to the Dunkin' and get an iced tea. Yeah, this is also a no-brainer for me. Always Resorts. Yeah. Frankly, beyond that, do I want to eat at any of these other places? I've heard the Mexican place is like, okay, there. I think Original Soup Man's supposed to be fine. I've never eaten at either of them. Uh, I've eaten at Ruby's Dinette. I did not think it was very good. What else is there? We've eaten at the haagen -Dazs. It was haagen -Dazs. Yeah. I don't love the little area. Like, I don't love sitting there. Oh, I don't mind sitting there at all. I, I enjoy sitting there. But uh, but it's got uh, Duncan. And so yeah, it's if got I've got to go all the time, you know, grabbing a coffee is something very easy to do. By the way, it must be said, <laughs> I'm still boosted or whatever. I think there are literally no free things in January. So, no, there's bad nothing. job, Duncan. Like, literally nothing. Stone Cold Zero. It's terrible. You get $2 medium drink every day, though. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, I think Borgata's probably 
the nicest one to sit around at. Maybe Distrito's not bad. No, Distrito's fine. I think they're both fine. Certainly if this was 10 years ago, which it made me laugh when you said the food hall is new because it's not new. I mean, certainly when I started going, the poker room was down there, but that changed a long time ago. Well, they totally redid it because it was, you know, like Fat Burger and uh-huh. stuff that you'd actually recognize. When it was Fat Burger, uh, it was more interested in going. Yeah. Now it's all generic all the time. Yeah. Now it's like B Burger, B Asian, B, yeah. you know, Tony Luke's might still be there, but. There's still a Hagen does. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think Distrito is also fine. Certainly the taco place in Distrito is pretty decent. I think it's better than any individual thing in, in Borgata Food Court. I would agree with that. The ice cream in, in Distrito is also good. I guess I would go with Distrito, but Borgata Food Hall is totally fine. Unfortunately, I think due to the constraints of the, the game, it's got to go in the ocean. I'm totally fine putting Borgata Food Hall in the ocean. I very rarely end up down there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it really adds that much to Borgata now that they right. generic the heck out of it. There's like plenty of other food places there that are like pretty quick because, you know, there's still like the, the bakery or whatever. Like I said, yeah, there's still Starbucks. the Starbucks. There's still bread and butter. There's like still plenty of options without it being there. Yeah. Whereas like an ocean, there'd be like nothing that I want to really go to if you take the street out. Yeah. I mean, it's a bunch of like, like some mediocre restaurants, restaurants up in the lobby that... or something. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's stuff up in the lobby. There's a Starbucks. There's another coffee shop. Mm-hmm. There's the Italian place down on the casino level. But yeah, there's a bunch of stuff upstairs. But I think Saints it, and Sinners or, or whatever. Yeah, villain, villain and Saints. Muscle Bar. I, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it used to be Muscle Bar. I do think oh, yeah. the ocean options are good, and I want the giant ice cream sandwich once more. So I got to go yeah. once more to Strito, Borgata into the ocean. All Always right. resorts. I think we agree. Once again, full agreement. As, as always, do for a win. We're not like whatever ESPN show where we just have to yell at each other. We should. Skip Bayless. Skip Get a Bayless. lot more mm-hmm. listens. Skip Bayless is not on ESPN anymore. Come on. I don't know, man. I don't watch that crap. It's <laughs> terrible. So speaking of going to a food court, which we did. Yeah. Did you go to the Duncan? Absolutely. So did I. Separately. <laughs> we went to Atlantic City for approximately 24 hours. I think it ended up being almost exactly 24 hours that I was in Atlantic City. Yeah, that sounds right. Because you got there a bit before me, right? Just minutes. Literal mm-hmm. minutes. So we got to Atlantic City Thursday. This was December 21st, right? Mm -hmm. Before Christmas, which seems like an eternity ago. It does. So we got to like really dial into the memory banks and try to remember this trip. We got there. You parked in the Noise Arts Garage, as you do. As I have to do, right? I parked at Hard Rock foolishly. (laughs) I paid that 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went straight to the Irish pub. Yeah. Had a Guinness. Had a Guinness. It's excellent Guinness. You walked around, ogled some Christmas decorations. I did. It's always a good time to go there in the winter and see the Christmas decorations. I think I've been there enough that I'm no longer like totally enamored with it and feel like I have to go. But for what we've done the last couple of times where we just pop in and have a Guinness and are out of there in 15 <laughs> minutes, it's pretty great. So I don't know if you like were aware of this or whatever, but I was sitting next to like sort of an old lady at the Irish pub who was very badly trying to make some sort of small talk with me and like was giving off like real weird vibes that like I don't really want to talk to this person. <laughs> and then like at some point the bartender came over and she like very loudly complained how like no one is talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear that. <laughs> That's incredible. That's great. It made me laugh. I just absolutely love that she was just like, nobody's talking to me here. <laughs> bartender, can you fix and this? And of course, the bartender's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, whatever and, bartender stuff. And, the, but, and then walked away. Yeah. And then and then immediately turned around and walked away. I'm also not talking to you. Yeah. What did you think of all the Christmas decorations at the Irish pub? It was a lot. 
I mean, I have to say, the Irish pub, like, the thing that is really noticeable is just, like, when you walk into it, you're just, like, can see nothing. It may as well be a pitch black room at that point for, like, the first, like, three minutes you're in there. And then eventually you'll get, like, acclimated to, like, how dark it is. And then you walk outside and it's just, like, your retinas are seared out by the sun when you leave. <laughs> yeah, I felt like a vampire when we walked out. I was like, ah! <laughs> but no, my Guinness was very good. So then we walked across the parking lot, or whatever that is, the abandoned lot, <laughs> to the King's Pub, formerly the Piccadilly. How long will it be before we stop saying it's formerly the Piccadilly? Never. Probably never. Yeah. We had teriyaki wings and uh-huh. buffalo scallops, which is uh-huh. noticeably higher brow fare than you would get at the Piccadilly. Yeah, and we had fries and also Old Bay fries, so... Yeah, because we ordered the buffalo scallops and it said it came with fries. And we asked the bartender if it came with fries and she was like, oh, no, it doesn't. So then we also ordered Old Bay fries and then the scallops came with regular fries, as it said on the menu. Right. Which was fine. We ate all uh, everything. We did house 100% of the fries. What did you get to drink? Did I have a rolling rock? Oh, I think it was a rolling rock. Uh, yeah. Nice. Well done. I have a picture here. It's a rolling rock. Delicious. Right next to my... Pineapple Cosmopolitan. Didn't you complain about because you thought it would be some other type of fruit, not realizing that it said pineapple and you said pineapple out of your mouth? I did, yes. I was thinking grapefruit in my head. (laughs) So then I drank it and I was like, this is way sweeter than I was thinking. And then once my brain was recalibrated to pineapple, which is what it said on the menu and, as you said, what came out of your mouth. mouth. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. (laughs) So yeah, totally decent cocktail. An amazing moment. Always good. <laughs> Thoughts? It was good. Uh, so I think the wings were okay. Uh, yeah. The buffalo scallops I thought were very good. I the agree. Fries the were buffalo good. scallops I thought were really good. The fries were yep. good. It was way emptier than I've ever seen the pickle lily. It was very empty. To me, I mean, I, I know you've always been playing up how different it is to the pickle lily. It didn't seem that different to the pickle lily. It's certainly a little bit higher brow, but, you know, they got rid of all the, uh, like, the, the bowling game that they, they used to yeah. have there and, like, all the other weird stuff that was around i mean it's not to pick a lily but it was perfectly pleasant i would go again yeah i thought that they were changing the bar shape they did not change the bar shape at all it's exactly the same what it feels like the vibe that it feels like when you walk in there i'm trying to paint the picture for you it feels like somebody bought the pickle lily and made it ever so slightly nicer Mm -hmm. with a better menu and then reopened it yeah which is not a slight at all but i just want you to know what you're getting into i would definitely go back i would too I mean, I love the Irish pub slash King's Pub now. Way to start the trip or or quick stop yeah. off, little break from gambling. It's a good one too, yeah. Whether it be, as you said, at the beginning of the trip or kind of in the middle of the trip. Yeah. I would add a Cuzzy's Pizza Slice in there mm. if I was feeling really hungry. I mean. that was also pretty good. I had eaten quite a bit on the way up to Atlantic City. <laughs> and then, like, we ate a decent bit at King's Pub and, you know, we'll get to it. But we, I feel like, ate dinner like three hours after that. We so. did. We will get to that. So then we went to resorts, even though I parked at Hard Rock, sort of gambling on that we'd end up at Hard Rock. Even though I feel like we had talked about that we were going to play at resorts, so... I don't think so. I think we were talking about back and forth between resorts and Hard Rock. Yeah, maybe. So we played... I played some slots. You played some table games. What did you play? Uh, I played blackjack for a while, probably an hour or two. Uh, And then I played a little bit of slots with you. I feel like we played a little bit of video poker there. We did play a little bit of video poker. Yeah, I was up slightly in blackjack i don't remember exactly how much it was like 50 dollars or 100 dollars, something like that uh and was was down in slots so i looked this up my resorts win loss for the year for 
2023, I was down $120. So I think I was down like probably like 170, 180 in, in slots and say up 60 in blackjack or something. Because I don't think I played in resorts beyond that last year. Uh, I was doing pretty bad on slots and then I hit a straight flush on video mm-hmm. poker, which helped out a lot. Uh, but I think I still left down at resorts <laughs> despite that. Uh-huh. It's a straight flush is not, you know, it doesn't take very many bad no, 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 no. slots it's... or even video poker to lose that straight flush. It's not like a royal. It's certainly nice to get those 250 bets or whatever, but... Yeah. Or 250 credits, I guess. It's only 50 bets, right? Yes. We played a bunch of slots. We hung out. We hit the food court, as we said. Yeah, yeah. And then we went to Hard Rock. Before we get there, how how was your resort's experience as a whole? Any overarching thoughts about it? It was very dead in there. It was extremely dead. I mean, it was dead everywhere. I mean, you said when you walked through Hard Rock coming over, you'd never oh, seen man. Hard Rock like that either. Yes, I'd never seen it as empty as it was when I first got there. I liked resorts fine for the couple hours we were there, but I definitely left thinking, like, I've done everything that I wanted to do mm-hmm. here. And if we were staying here, I think I would be walking over to Hard Rock or walking to Ocean and playing somewhere else. For you, as a big slot player, like, I don't think there's a ton to do at resorts. Like, I feel like they have far fewer, like, of the big new slots than most other casinos have. That's, like, just my sense of it. I always sort of felt like resorts had a pretty good slot selection for the size of the casino, mainly because, you know, the clientele is very slot-focused. But they, they do, but I don't think it's, like, super new slots. No, so. I, there were not a lot of new slots. I couldn't find my amazing money machine that just kept paying out last time. I guess <laughs> yeah, they, had take, I just, they had to take that offline. I bankrupted the amazing money machine, and right. they were like, "Oh, Craig gave away the secrets. We got to get rid of this thing." Mm-hmm. Damn you, do for a win podcast. But yeah, I mean, it was fine. But I was definitely done when we left. What about you? What did you think of resorts? Because you're usually a big fan. I definitely had a had a good time. I, I like resorts a lot. Uh, it's somewhere I always, you know, enjoy playing at. It's somewhere that I always say I want to get a room at, spend more time there, and then never do. So I'll walk away saying I want to spend more time there, and then I probably won't next year. Sounds right. So then we w- walked over to Hard Rock. We went to Happy Hour and finally settled a five-year-old bet. Yeah. I bought you Kuro. a meal at Kuro, which I don't think we talked about this last episode, but Kuro does a Happy Hour Thursdays and Sundays only. $9 everything? Everything $9, including beer, uh-huh. which, which isn't great. did get a $9 beer. I did. So you got to kind of like add the extra price of the beer <laughs> onto everything else, right? Because that's like not a discount at all. <laughs> right. Like is that – do you think that beer is like 7 bucks on the regular menu? No, it's probably like, – Haha. <laughs> I could see it being – nine or ten on the regular yeah. menu but it's definitely you're not getting a big a big discount i don't think it's more expensive than the regular menu what did you get did you get like a big pint of some you know hipster ipa as the listeners would say asahi light and then we spent the whole time looking up what asahi super extra super dry extra dry, uh, asahi super dry that's what yeah. that's, right. <laughs> that's right what did you think of kuro we ordered a bunch of stuff we ordered a whole bunch of stuff came out in waves my thought was that my experience was like not great overall you know we walked away from it the first time we went me you and paul and i thought it was like fine but like kind of expensive for what it was and and with this happy hour again i kind of got the same impression i i feel like our service was slower than it needed to be for the number of people that were in there i feel like the food was generally speaking only okay i mean it was good but I thought it was very mid. You know, I didn't think it was anything special. Uh, with the exception, I thought the sushi was legitimately, like, very good. If I ever went back to Kuro Happy Hour, I think I would just get a lot more sushi and a lot less other stuff. 
Yeah, it made me wonder if everyone who's writing the glowing reviews on Yelp is only ordering Maki rolls. Yeah, our rolls were legitimately extremely good. I agree. I think all the other food was was okay. I mean, the only, there are only three different rolls on the happy hour, so it's not like I'd go to the happy hour just to get the rolls. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're there with two or three people, what are you going to order, like, four of each roll? <laughs> I mean, I would. Yeah. Like, I legitimately think if three people go, that is exactly what you should do. Just order four of each roll. Not order any of the other stuff. Especially do not order the, uh, like, fried roll or whatever that we got that was two pieces and, like, very mid, as you put it. Yeah, that was the first thing that came out. It was, like, two... Extremely underwhelming. Crispy rice with some sort of... Tuna on it. Tuna on top. Yeah, Yeah. and and when that was the first thing that came out, literally two pieces of that, I was like, oof, we're really not getting value for our $9 (laughs) here. But the the rest of the stuff was not that small. But it it was not a good way to start. No. I also thought that was probably the worst of the things that we got i didn't think it was great either yeah i'll I'll agree with that but i did leave again confused as to why it gets such good reviews i mean it was fine same thought i had the first time we went if if this is going to be a like higher end sushi place almost everything needs to hit right like almost everything needs to be good and i feel like there's too much stuff where i'm like this is just not good like it's not even it's it's okay i don't understand where the the 4.6 stars comes from on on google or whatever it is i mean i remember something else that i ate was probably the literal hottest thing i've ever put in my mouth but that was my fault not theirs so oh i did think those eggplant rolls were pretty good they were good yeah yeah yeah. that's that's it was just like eggplant yeah it was so hot yeah that was a thousand degrees My expectations were very low for the eggplant rolls, and then I was yeah, like, I kind of twisted surprised. your arm into that because I really like eggplant, but uh, it was good. Yeah, then joke was on me because I had third degree burns in my mouth. But so then we were at Hard Rock. We didn't play at all. Uh, we did not play at all. You may or may not have opened up a day between them getting your phone number and Kuro uh, and knowing your name and your parking situation. So yes, we'll see. I mean, it we'll doesn't see. really matter. But I was thinking about. Tier matching. And I think I said last episode, I'm definitely tier matching at Hard Rock. But then I did more looking into it, and the tier would have only lasted me through the start of February at Hard Rock. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been able to match it anywhere else. So there was no real point in doing it because I wasn't going to be back at Hard Rock anyway before February. So the thing that you're supposed to do is take your Caesars or MGM status to Hard Rock and get Rock Royalty – Mm-hmm. Take your rock royalty to Ocean and get matched up to Prime or whatever their uh-huh. elite status is because they will not match gold, MGM Gold or Caesars Diamond up to that. They treat rock royalty as a step above those. And then once the new year comes around, you take the Ocean status to other places and match. That's the match carousel right now. The big thing that killed that for me was Ocean is only available for new members or inactive for 18 months, and I was not inactive for 18 months. So there's no point in me Mm. doing it, so I didn't do it. Know before you go. Act like you know, Craig. So instead of matching status and playing at Hard Rock, we got in the car and went to McDonald's. McFlurry. (laughs) To McFlurry. It should just be called McFlurries. Because that's what we got. Is that the only thing you ever get at McDonald's? Like for myself? Yeah. Uh, No. Well, if I'm by myself, yes. But <laughs> my children love McDonald's, so we will get food there sometimes, and then I'll get a McChicken, usually. Yeah, my kids also love spicy, McDonald's. Spicy McChicken. All kids love the McDonald's. That's just everyone. I mean, I loved McDonald's when I was oh, young. Yeah. So. Very special treat. And it was a special treat this time, too, because you treated me to a, to a McFlurry. Indeed. M&M's. No Oreo. I debated about it a lot. You were just a mess. You had no idea how the drive-thru worked. You, you did not act like you knew. 
I know, no. I mean, I'm new to this whole having a car thing, so yeah, I was fair. like, how do you how do you order into this window? Yeah, because I had made a mobile order or whatever, so you just had no idea what was going on. No, just no. Like, read these four numbers. Yeah, if if I had just gone up to the window and said two McFlurries, yeah. that would have been easy. It would have been double the price because I'd buy one, get one on my app. That's true. I paid nothing though, so. Yeah. It would have been the same price to me. My McFlurry was spectacular, as always. Mine was also excellent. Finishing it sitting in the, what I guess we'll call the secondary food court at Borgata, (laughs) over by the bakery. Indeed. So good. Just walking into Borgata, there's Christmas lights everywhere, Christmas decorations. It's Mm -hmm. like immaculately decorated because it's Borgata. Yeah. Just like eating an M&M's McFlurry. We both ended up parking in the garage then, even though all the signs, because we were both in the MGM Tower, said to park somewhere else on some surface lot. Yeah, I saw all those signs and I was like, I don't trust you. Yeah, just parking in the garage. Yeah, which I think worked out because we had to check out before we left anyway. Yeah. And I was like rather be near to the casino. So anyway, we got to... Borgata, and after you finished your McFlurry, which I feel like I finished before I got there, we checked in and went up to the rooms for a little bit because I, I talked to the family for a while, which I think guilted you into talking to your family too, even though you said you would never do that. I almost never do. <laughs> and I was like, eh, I'll FaceTime. The kids aren't asleep yet. They'll appreciate it. But yeah, normally it's like, this is my time. Uh-huh. I am not calling anyone back home. They do not yep. need to know what goes on here. My kids, my daughter saw the room at the uh, water club, sorry, the MGM Tower. Yeah. She's like, it's a mansion. It's so nice. It's so much nicer than the room we stayed in at the show. <laughs> she did say that. She's not wrong. Yeah. It was nicer, but I mean, you'd expect it to be nicer. What did you think about the room? I, I would say it's definitely not a mansion. It's a very normal sized hotel yeah. room. But, I don't know why uh, she thought it was so big. It's not. Yeah. No, no. I thought it was extremely nice. I think I told you while we were there. Uh, I think it's the nicest room I've stayed in in Atlantic City. I agree. Uh, I'm fairly confident. It's it's by far the nicest, like, it's not like a base room per se, but it's like the base room for that tower. Uh, it's definitely the nicest room like that in Atlantic City. Thought it was extremely nice. I thought it, you know, everything was like fairly new. It's not like in some casinos you'll get in and like everything will be like chipped all to hell and it'll be obvious that they need to replace everything. It wasn't like that at all. It was just very nice and I had a great experience there. No, no problems whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, the only room I can think of that I might say is was nicer was when Revel very first opened and those rooms were brand new. Mm-hmm. Like, those were also pretty amazing. But yeah, I mean, I think they did a great job. I took pictures and tweeted them and we got some comments that the art people were not fans. Yeah. So go to our Twitter and look at them. And I have to say, after I had had a few beers, people were tweeting this at me and I was like, what are you talking about? It's totally fine. Which is like this like plastic. Yeah, yeah geometric shapes and different yeah, colors like, that kinda, are sort kinda, of like slightly see-through mondrian styled artwork on the wall or whatever and and when i woke up i was looking at the art and i was like yeah this art's pretty weird it doesn't really fit, fit i like it but <laughs> i mean i have to say you know you told me it was han and bethany to call them out who who said this and i trust their opinion on like whether or not art is nice much more than my own but for me i liked it i think if nobody had said anything to me i never would have even given it a second thought I thought it was actively nice. So. Oh, interesting. That's, that's just me. Okay. So we went down from the MTM Tower. I was all excited to use $75 in free yeah, play. You had more free play than me. I only had 50 $10 in my Vegas slot play, which <laughs> I got the last one of the day as I walked up to the MGM desk. And 2000 reward credits. So I went to the kiosk. And it was like, you have an out-of-date ID. Right. 
And I was like, what? Like, why do they care about that? Like, yes, my, my license that I originally used with my card expired, but like, surely that happens all the time. Right. This is not the DMV. Why do they care? <laughs> so I had to go up and like show them my new license. So that took a few minutes. That's, that is so weird. I, I cannot imagine why they would care. I had the classic experience of like I was in the gold line and they kept bringing up people from the gold line and like nobody from the regular line was able to get uh -huh. through. And somebody's like getting all agitated. He's like, oh, I guess nobody cares about us. I'd like to get some service. I was like, yep, that's the way it works in the casino. Wouldn't we all? <laughs> Wouldn't we all? But then I went up to the desk, gave him my card, totally smooth, did the my Vegas thing at the same time, which I'm sure like everybody in the regular line is like, oh, why, why is this taking so long? Because it, yep. it's not instantaneous to get the My Vegas credit. And they're like, okay, you're, you're good to go. So then I go to like swipe the thing to get my free play vouchers. Mm -hmm. I get the $20 in comp dollars. I click the little icon for free play and the screen just goes black. I was like, what? What just happened here? And after like 15 seconds, I tap on the screen again and it comes back up, but now the like free play icon is gone, but it didn't print out any vouchers. So then I go back to the desk. <laughs> Probably the pissed off guy is still in line there. No, he had actually been helped by them, thankfully. <laughs> so I, again, like walk, walk right up through the gold line. Again, you know, have like a 30 minute conversation with them. Yeah. So then it takes forever. Like they're looking it up. They're like, oh, okay. Yes. That's very strange. Like we'll make a note of this and you'll get a call. And, like, I had it in my head that, like, oh, I'll get a call in, like, 15 minutes when a supervisor comes back. Uh-huh. No, I hear nothing. Yeah. So, like, okay, I'll go use my $10 free play and play some slots. Mm -hmm. So I go sit down at a slot machine and put my card in. And it does not say I have any free play on the card. <laughs> any, like, my $10 of my Vegas free play on the card. <laughs> I go, oh, my goodness. So I was like, maybe it just takes a few minutes. An hour later, I've played some slots. Still mm -hmm. nothing on the card. I go back to the desk. <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's me again. And I get a different person this time, though. And I say, like, so I redeemed my Vegas thing, but it's not showing up on the card. The person that I'm talking to brings over the person who dealt with me. And uh -huh. she's, of course, like, I put it on the card. So it's on the card. And they, like, can see that it's not on the card. And I'm waiting for them to, like, tell me that I already used it, even though I didn't. Mm -hmm. And then after, like, I don't know, five minutes of back and forth, one guy who I hadn't talked to yet was like, oh, you didn't actually put it on the card. <laughs> <laughs> so then he puts it on the card and I'm able to go use it. All right. Yep, St good. Still no call about my $75 free play. Yeah. Which we'll, we'll get to later, I guess. Yeah. So anyways, that was my like MGM card is cursed the whole night. Uh-huh. Was able to manage to like forget about all that, play some slots, go get a seat at the B bar. Yeah. I think after that, we both sat at the B bar for, for a while. We did. You were on a $5, on a dollar spin machine. Yep. I wanted to play quarters, which meant I had to sit next to you, but like four feet down. The spots that we ended up being able to get next mm -hmm. to each other was a dollar machine at the normal height bar right. and then one of the two really short seats. Right. And so I was playing on that machine and it went okay for the most part. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, I don't know why, if you convinced me or if I convinced myself that I should move to the regular height machine. I mean, it was very awkward to have you literally three feet higher than me. <laughs> It must talk. be said, moved to an extremely cursed regular height machine. We even said you the machine you were playing at yeah. was absolutely cursed. I was sitting next to you because that was the one like all the way on the end. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I have to go back to the, the old machine because the, this one's so cursed. What so what what was wrong? There were two main things wrong with that machine. 
so so one of them was that no matter what you did, like it would always ask you if you wanted to double up after every hand and you could not turn that option off. Like there was nothing you could do. You know, it would like make the pay sound or whatever, come up with like the double up. Like, do you want to double up? You didn't know. And then it would like pay you again afterwards or whatever, just because that's how they work if you don't double up and it comes up with that screen. So it was like glacially slow. And then also like the draw button was broken and didn't have like whatever the, the paper is that says draw on it or whatever. So the light was just like shining directly in <laughs> yes. your eyes from it. Yeah. So there were two things about it that were incredibly irritating. <laughs> and yeah, it's for the double up, instead of just having the double up icon where you right. press it when you have a winning hand. It automatically tried to double up every time. <laughs> it popped up, took over the whole screen. It was like, double up, yes or no? It's like, no. Oh, my goodness. That was a whole machine. It was machine. So awful. And then I think I lost like 120 or $140 on that cursed machine. It was just terrible. But luckily, like, it's B-Bar, so we're getting good drinks. We were drinking uh, Rusty Nails. That's a good choice. Yeah, I had a, a 60 minute for sure there. And then I had a rusty nail afterwards because I, you know, you're the cocktail guy. And I'm like, what would I like? And you said rusty nail. And you were absolutely right. It was delicious. Yeah. So one th one complaint I have about that is that I walked up to the bar, sat down, started playing video poker at the short machine. And the bartender came over and I was like, oh, what's a good cocktail that you make uh, that I can get comped? And the guy was like, I don't know, vodka cranberry, <laughs> rum and coke. It's like, that's not what I meant. So I was like, fine, gin and tonic. <laughs> and I just got a gin and tonic, which was a fine uh -huh. gin and tonic. But like, come on, dude, have a little like pride in your craft. Like, rum and Coke, get that out of my face. Vodka, <laughs> cranberry. But the Rusty Nails, that was a way better choice. Uh, it was delicious. And then I think I did also get a dogfish at some point. I have to say the, the first Rusty Nail that I got, which, you know, we'll get to the second one later. But like I didn't mix it or something. So like the beginning of it, it was just only scotch and i was like this is great and then at the end it was like only licorice yeah, and i was like oh this is great too but in a different way yeah oh that actually sounds pretty good yeah just don't mix your rusty nails right left feeling pretty good about ourselves i think in terms of level of i don't know what you what you did then if you went and played slots for a little while i went straight to tiles after this because you ended up joining me like an hour later i feel like or something but let it be known that i did end up playing tiles you did play tiles and we played tiles for presumably a good long while like you know at this point I'd, i'm not sure like my sense of time goes out the window so i can't actually tell you how long we were doing it but i feel like it was for a while i had a lot of fun we had the dealer with perhaps just the greatest terror of all time oh yes i do remember Vin, that guy he I was think. great he was amazing i won a hundred dollars at tiles which yeah i was i was definitely up up quite a bit too should i should use that as motivation to play more table games you'd think but i won't but you won't at this point, I think we finished at Tiles, like, after 1 in the morning. Uh-huh. By the time we went up, it was, like, 3 in the morning that I ended up texting you, right? Because we were walking back towards the MGM Tower and saw lots of open seats at B-Bar. We did. And, uh, you know, you, you can't just walk past one of those open seats. You have to go sit. And if you're going to sit, you have to order another rusty nail. Right. You have to. So, so just to give us you a sense of where we were in the night, I told Craig that, you know, whatever he ordered, I was going to get one too. So we had quite a few filler lights at the tile table. You know, a sensible hydrating decision, I think. And then when we went back to the B-Bar, yeah, did it end up getting another rusty nail? Which I don't think anyone needed at that point. No, that was a mistake. That was definitely <laughs> not a good decision. I, I think it was delicious again, but not what I needed in my body. Yeah. I have it down that I only lost $35 in that video poker session, so that's not oh, terrible. I, I don't think I did. I mean, I have no, <laughs> sen no sense of it, but... 
But the mistake was hammered home to me when I woke up the next morning <laughs> and just I, – I mean I actually yeah. felt – I was shocked at how not terrible I felt. I have to say, you know, if we had made, made bets, I think you were up before I was, so. Yeah. I was I was surprised. Beat the odds by quite a bit. When I woke up, I think it was around 8, and I didn't have a text from you yet. I didn't get up until 8.30. I mean, you did have a text from me, but it was after you went yeah, to bed, I think. 3.30, yeah. And I believe the text was just, I'm the drunkest person that's ever lived <laughs> or something like that. So, <laughs> you know, I said another thing that I said that we were definitely going to do was go to bed at a reasonable time and wake yeah. up early and experience the casino in the early morning. Yeah, didn't Which, really happen. No, not really. I mean, it was still pretty empty when we went down there, so. Yeah, so it's still, we still got the experience. So we woke up, went down. I think I went to Starbucks and got you mm. an iced tea and got or a hot tea. Oh, yes, a hot tea. And I got myself uh, a big coffee. Mm -hmm. And then I'm walking out and I see a weird machine I haven't seen before. Well, we were walking around at this point, heading towards bread and butter because these machines were like right outside yes, the bread and butter. that's true. Because I think we also played some normal video poker before that. Maybe. Yeah. But the thing that grabbed my attention was looking at the screen of this otherwise, you know, old but pretty normal looking video poker machine. Right. <laughs> one of the games you could choose was called Sixes or Better. Right. I was like, what the hell is that? So I clicked on it to see the pay table having like no idea what this game was. Right. And it really is, you know, sixes are better, pay you back your bet. Right. And, and like, other than that, every other bet was better than jacks are better. Right. Or, yeah, or the so same. Like, jacks are better paid two times your bet. Right. And you're like, what is this game? So we put some money two in. Two pair paid three times your bet, you know, whatever. So what the game is actually called is Double Down Stud, mm -hmm. which I wanted to text you so many puns about Double Down Stud. <laughs> so the way Double Down Stud works is you get dealt four cards – and you cannot hold any cards. Right, right. It's it's just five card stud. Yeah, when you get dealt that first hand and you're like, oh, what should I keep? Oh, no, I don't have an option. What you have the option to do is before you see your fifth card, you can either stay at your single bet or double your bet. So it's a totally different video poker game than draw poker. I thought it was very interesting. And I actually enjoyed it. Like I played for a while. I we yeah. I played for a while again after you left. I left and was like, I'm not doing this. But you you couldn't get enough of it. Your inclination that it's bad for you as a player is definitely right. I think it's around ninety eight percent, which is not like horrible, it's but not, it's not very. Good. I mean, you know, I think in terms of video poker, that's like mediocre. In terms of other games in the casino, it's probably pretty good. Yeah, there's not a lot of decisions to make. You can double down or not. That's the decision. And pretty much the times you double down or are when you already have a made hand. Yeah. Four to a flush, you'll double down. Sixes are better. Or, yeah, four to a flush or four to an outside straight. Or I think if you have four cards that are jack, queen, king, ace, which is not really an outside straight, mm -hmm. you also double down then because, mm. you know, any jack, yeah, yeah. queen, king, ace or ten pays. And that's it. That Like, that is the whole strategy. So now you know it and can play it. I will definitely play it again if I'm back at Borgata. I thought it was really fun. The idea of sixes are better is just hilarious. Having played jacks are better, like as my predominant game in the casino for ten years, just it's very funny to me. Mm -hmm. And I guess people agreed because I tweeted it. It got a lot of reactions because people yeah, were people, like, what? people loved it. Couldn't get enough of it. There were some people though who were like, "Oh, that is my game." Yeah, it's the only place I've ever seen it. Yeah, but now I'll be on the lookout. Double down stud. I'm glad I did it once. You know, I, I could see, like, maybe playing it for a little bit, but... It's way better than Shockwave Poker. We'll see. Uh, I, I kind of like the Shockwave Poker. It's just so rare you get the Shockwave, though. 
Yeah. No, uh, I was playing uh, another one of those variations or whatever, where there's like a 1 in 15 chance that it gives you a multiplier or whatever. Maybe it was Shockwave. Ultimate X, right? Yeah, Ultimate X. That sounds right. And like, I played like 50 hands and never got it. It's like, <laughs> it's just rigged. But I, I liked it better than say like, you know, the best game in resorts, I think is Joker Poker. I do not like playing Joker Poker. One, I don't know how to play it. So I'm sure I'm just like hemorrhaging value. But two, it's just like not a fun game for me. Yeah, I mean, they have full pay bonus poker at resorts, mm. but the progressive on the Joker mm. poker was like insane. It was like double right. what it normally would be at resorts. So it was definitely, there were a ton of people playing it. But yeah, I do not like Joker poker at all. No. Sixes were better. Sixes are better. So anyway, we ate some bread and butter after that. Yeah. You were very underwhelmed, I feel like. Yeah, I didn't think the Kaiser roll was very good. I have high standards for bread and butter because I remember thinking it was like excellent. I always thought it was only fine. I always thought it was mm. overrated. And okay. I thought my sandwich was fine. I also got an oatmeal while I was there, which was also fine. I mean, it was fine. It exactly matched my expectations, but I think I had much lower expectations going in than you yeah. and also enjoyed my food slightly more than you, which you did not seem to enjoy your food at all. My Taylor ham, egg, and cheese was, I would say, not as good as the Taylor ham, egg, and cheese you'd get at like any generic bagel shop mm -hmm. in New Jersey. So... Well, I don't know. I, I think the sandwich was better than you would get at, like, Dunkin' Breakfast sandwiches, yeah, oh, which I think are, are bad. Uh, but, yeah, compared to whatever that bagel place we went to next to Ocean, like, yeah, much worse than that, obviously, but I always thought it was worse than that, so. Mm. Yeah, maybe I just had too high expectations for the bread Yeah, and I think you, you thought it was, for me, you know, bread and butter's good. I'm glad we went. It was the first time I'd been for quite a long time, but it exactly met my expectations. I think I would have liked it better if I had just gotten, like, one of the giant Danishes or something. <laughs> Because that's what I really like, but I feel like right. I needed some uh, actual substance. Yeah, and at this point, like, for me, like, I felt absolutely awful before this, and, like, I started feeling better after bread and butter, and I feel like you were the other way. Like, you were feeling kind of okay in the morning, and then, like, started going downhill. I don't think... I kept waiting to feel significantly worse. I don't think I ever felt that much worse. It's just that normally I feel horrible in the morning, and then by, like, two or three in the afternoon, I feel totally fine. It was, like, six in the evening I was at home, and I was like, oh, I still don't feel great. <laughs> and then, like, I got home, and we do, like, a beer advent calendar that you're not a part of. <laughs> yes. For just this reason. Because I, I opened the beer for the 21st, the night we missed, and it was some, like, chocolate stout. <laughs> I was like, no, this is not what I need. <laughs> this is not what I need right now. And then I think the next one, because I drank both, I, I caught up. I got the night I missed in that night. So it was I, like, I cannot believe that you would have two beers that night. Some, like, 10% Belgian beer. <laughs> you're, you're a madman. <laughs> I think it was uh, Delirium Noel, which is, like, yeah. 10 or 11%. <laughs> it was not great. Yep. So at this point, we, uh, I th you know, I think we probably went up to the room for a little bit. I know I, I took oh, a yeah, shower. I, I think out. you had already already showered at that point in, in the morning. Yes. But uh, met, met back downstairs. Uh, you got your $75 of free play, which actually you got this time. Oh, yeah. And you encouraged me to go back to the desk and bother them about it. Yeah. And I was like, you should see what's going on. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> like it's not ready yet. Yeah. So I talked to one person who was like, they should give you a call. And I said, well, I'm leaving today. <laughs> And then a person, like, two registers over kept interrupting, like, trying to interrupt the person I was talking to to be like, yeah, they just have to wait. It takes a while. Like, it's not going to happen today. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I'm leaving today. And she, like, pipes up from two registers over and it's like, it doesn't matter that you're leaving today. They'll call you in, like, three days. <laughs> <laughs> have you gotten a call? They did call me. They left a voicemail saying it's ready to pick up and I have 60 days to go pick it up, which, like, okay, great. But <laughs> I'm not going to go back just for that. 
I mean, I, I don't mean, want to be like super cynical about it because I do think it was just like a technical glitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it completely was. But their incentive to get me that free play while I'm there is zero, right? Like the reason they gave me the that's, free play is to that's not true. get me in the building. <laughs> I mean, presumably they want you to not be bitter about yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but maybe they also just saw me. No, I don't think that. I think anybody else would have gotten the same experience. I was going to make a joke yeah, about, you know, how no, no, I no. just look like somebody who's not going to make fuss. Which is completely correct. And talk but, about it on his podcast, but right. it was fine. I mean, I, it would have been nice to have another $75 of free play. Yeah. It would have made my trip a little better. Uh-huh. But I took my actual $75 of free play that I did get the next day. For the next day, yep. And which, I took my 50 And, you know, I went to a wide open, no one at, crapless crap stable. And you, you wandered over after interacting with the desk for a while. And I'm like, yeah, man, let's play some crapless craps. And you're like, I am not playing craps. And then went and did whatever you did. Yeah, I was just picturing myself buying in with my three $25 coupons. Uh-huh. Having to put a bunch of money on other things. Uh-huh. Losing my three $25 coupons and 300 more dollars. <laughs> right. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I walked around a lot. Yes, sounds right. Ended up sitting at a blackjack table. Empty blackjack table even. Uh-huh. $15 blackjack table. There were $10 blackjack tables, but I had $25 coupons, so... Oh, it'd just be wasteful of you to take a $10 spot. Ignoring that I was going to play more than three right, hands. Right. Put down a $25 coupon, blackjack. <laughs> Put down my next $25 coupon, blackjack. So I was feeling pretty good at that point. I lost the next hand, but that's fine. I'm still up, whatever that is. $75. Yep. So that was nice. And I should have just stopped there. Should have just been like, thanks, I'm out. Should, should have literally done what you seemed like you were going to do when you sat down at the $15 table instead of the 10 yeah, uh, but no, I played for a little bit. I ended up – I don't think I ever got down. I think at one point I was up like 150 bucks or more, which, you know, at $15 blackjack, that's not really that meaningful. <laughs> uh, but ended up leaving totally even. I set aside my buy-in right next to me, and I was like, this will never get touched. But uh, ended up totally even, and that was fine. It's good to play some table games, although I don't think blackjack is really a game that I want to play regularly. I didn't love it. It's too fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no tiles. Tiles is the game because I like slow pushing a mm-hmm. lot, getting Miller Lite drink service. Yeah. And then you came over. You played a little bit of blackjack. Did I? I don't even remember that. But sure. I mean, that is something I, I would do. So I think I was actually like. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Within a hand or two of coloring up and then you sat down uh-huh. and I was like, oh, OK, that's fine. I mean, I don't think I did. We I was there very long either. I think we did still color up shortly after that. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think we played all that long. Uh, on the crap side before this. You know, I bought it at an empty table or whatever and proceeded to just have an absolutely monster roll, my first roll. Uh, Hit probably four numbers, including a three. So anytime you hit a three in crapless craps, that's quite a good thing. So things were going very well after the first roll. And, you know, because I was there for a while, like, you know, a bunch of other people came over. So there's probably like six people or something there by the time I, I summoned out. I did one more full cycle after that to wait until it got back to me. And I think every single other person after that basically just didn't make any points, essentially. I mean, maybe one person made one point or something like that, but it was quite bad. So I I probably was up something like $500 on on my first roll. And then by the time I cashed out, I think it was like $200 I was up. But that's how it goes in craps and in life, I suppose. But. Yeah, had a good first roll, and then it went very badly the next, like, six rolls after that before I colored up and, and went over and met you. Yeah, and then... I know we played some crappy slots, you know. We had to do that on the way out. Y- you got to. And then we left right around noon, I think. 
Uh, that yeah, it. that sounds right. 24-hour trip. 24-hour trip? You were like, do you want to get food or anything? And I was like, I do not want to get food. <laughs> like, absolutely not. <laughs> it's fine. I ate on yep. the way home. It was good. So, good AC trip? Good AC trip, I think. I, I think I told you the Friday morning that it was a great trip, except for every decision I made Thursday night, um, which <laughs> I think is pretty much accurate. But uh, no, it was a good trip. Yeah, no, I loved it. I loved the like boardwalk start. Yep. Checking out multiple casinos, checking out some non-casino yep. places. Checking out some new stuff. Went to King's Pub, went to Kuro, you know, did a bunch of the things that we said we wanted to do. Yeah. Got back to bread and butter, which was good. It was a good time. Had a lot of rusty nails. Yeah. My big takeaway, though, other than the bad decisions we made late Thursday night, was <laughs> the gambling experience at Borgat is just so enjoyable. Oh, that's great. Like, playing yeah, yeah. slots B- there. B-bar playing, is just fantastic. B- playing a B-bar, table game, uh, it's like $20 uh, pie tiles. Yeah. So good. All of it's so good. And just, like, you walk in and the first thing you see is, like, absolutely perfect Christmas decorations. Mm. Like, everything just looks so nice. It's so much more of an experience, I think, than like other I said, AC casinos. The nicest hotel room that I've stayed in in Atlantic City as well. So, yep. No complaints about Borgata. Quite happy with how everything went down. How did the gambling go? So, I, we already talked about resorts where I was probably up $80 in tables and down 200 in slots or something like that. Uh, I can tell you exactly what I was because of how the MGM website breaks it down. I was down $700 in slots at Borgata and up $200 in table yeah. games. So. so, basically double those numbers for me. I was up, I mean... Have them. Half them, yes. Yeah. Half the amount of play, which I think yeah. probably makes about sense. Uh, I was up $100 on tables and down around $400 on slots, which mm-hmm. you'd think would make my New Year's resolution to play more table games, but that is not how I operate. No, no, that's... I mean, I should play more table games than none. Like, I think these might have been the first table games I played in all of 2023. That's definitely true, right? There's no no way that you played anything else. Yeah, it's possible. Did you did you play any table games in like downtown Vegas? No, I don't think I played any table. You games didn't the play a single table game in Vegas. Yeah. Wow, that's shocking. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you something just for you to have. I mean, it's pretty. This is my my 2023 just at MGM. But yes, it's it's very clear what what it is that I need to do. <laughs> Your New Year's resolution should very much be to never <laughs> touch another machine. Yes, since apparently I cannot win in in slots and video poker, and I cannot lose in table games. Oh it's, yes, it's wow. quite clear. Yeah, I lose about three times as much in slots as I gain in table games. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, obviously the Vegas trip where I lost like $1,700 in slots and and won over $800 in table games was, (laughs) you know. I mean, I I think for me, you know, it's something I've thought about a bunch. Like, I've said this a lot on the podcast, but haven't really meant it. But like, I do need to meet it. Like, I just need to really cut back on video poker and and slot machines. Mm. I don't even really enjoy them that much. I mean, video poker is, like, nice sometimes, and I sort of enjoy it. Like, I don't enjoy slot machines. I don't know why I lose, like, several hundred dollars a day putting money into slot machines I don't even want to play. Because you sit next to me. You see me over at some (laughs) slot machine. So it's mostly my fault. Like, it's like a novelty thing, right? It's like, maybe something cool can happen. So I'll put $100 in and make, you know, whatever, 15 max bets and (laughs) have no money left. Yeah. And that's what happens every time. That's why you got to play, like, 70 cent bets. But that's, like, nothing cool can happen then. I will say they did have a couple burn-in screen old Wonder Woman machines at Borgata, so that was nice for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I heard the song on that machine. Yes, the trip ended with me like, I have to hear the Wonder Woman song one time before I go. And I put $40 <laughs> through and didn't hear it. <laughs> disappointing. Very disappointing. So, so anyway, maybe maybe I'll have tr- try to have like a hard stop of like, I will not lose more than a $100 bill on a slot machine in a day. Yeah, I will not lose hard. more than like... in video poker in a day or something like that even that which is like 
probably not the lowest limits in the world. That would make my trips substantially better, at least financially, I think. I think that's a good resolution. Yeah. I think I should have a more set amount set aside for slots and table games rather than just like my bankroll. I feel like I should spread right. it up. And like, I'm fine if I lose a bunch of money in table games, like I would feel totally fine with that. So I don't need a limit there. It's just like slot machines and video poker. I just can't keep doing this. I mean, I can, it's fine, but yeah, see, I really do not want to lose a bunch of money in a table game, but if I knew going in, I had like $200 a day for tables, uh-huh. then I would say, well, if this lasts five minutes, it lasts five minutes. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the thing with slots is I only put in 20 bucks at a time and I'm playing minimum bet. And right. Anytime you're trying to make a decision about what to play, it's like, well, I can put $20 into the slot machine and I, in theory, only have $20 at risk, ignoring that I'm going to keep putting in $20. Or I can sit at this craft table with $300 on the table <laughs> and in 10 minutes I could be out $300. Uh, so I think I need to just have a clearer idea. That will be my New Year's resolution. Hmm. Better bankroll, not necessarily bankroll management entirely, but like budgeting my, yeah. within my bankroll. So, speaking of New Year's resolutions, surely your resolution is also going to be to go to AC in the next 60 days to get your uh, $75 of free play, right? I was thinking about it. I cannot imagine a scenario where I get back to Atlantic City before May. May? May. I thought your life is always like an absolute disaster and you can never go in the summer either, so. Well, May is not in the summer. (laughs) Is it going to be like either May or like September? I don't know, maybe. June, I mean, the kids are still in school all through June. Yeah. Although, you know, I said that in the past, and then it's like, ooh, yeah. Thursday night trip or, like, Friday day yeah, trip. Yeah. You, yeah, you did say, certainly in the past, that, you know, starting in December, you won't be able to go anymore, and then end of December, we just went, so. That's true. But we'll see. What about you? Are you going solo? Maybe. I mean, I could. I haven't thought about it, but there's probably people I could drag there. That's true. Yeah, it's not like I'm the only person you ever go to AC with. You certainly had an AC trip without me this year. My only friend. As it should be. (laughs) Anytime I see you starting to make friends with someone else, I send them threatening texts. Indeed. You send them all of the compromise you have on me. Yeah. Like Kyle is mine. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Indeed. Good trip. Yeah, good trip. No news, zero news. No news. Uh, we did get a question from Ludi. I think we're going to tackle it next time, though. So apologies, Ludi. But if you also have a question, uh, we'd love to hear about it. You can send it to Craig at twoforwin@gmail.com, and we will answer it next time, right, Craig? We will. Because I'm sure there's going to be no news. Massive mailbag episode. We only have yeah. one question in the mailbag right now. But it's a big one. It is a big one. So. Anyway, thank you all very much. If you want to reach out to us, or at least Craig, or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and certainly buy a 2.0 shirt at do for a win.com. Uh, reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin. And, well, I already said the email, so I'm not going to say it again. If you missed it, you missed it. Any last words? RIP my days in Atlantic City. It's, yeah, man. You had a good run. I did. We had a podcast. Podcast over. Let's just go on a five-month hiatus. <laughs> I mean, many, many other Atlantic City podcasts have gone that route, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we wouldn't even stand out. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Vinny uh, and Big Joe, you need to bring back your podcast. The people need you. Yes. Now, we'll be back in two weeks. Hopefully, you all had a great 2023 and, you know, have an even better 2024. My New Year's resolution is to have a winning gambling trip. That's...
not terribly likely, especially since you're <laughs> not going to go gambling in 2024. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, you won't lose it, though. 